0: You're listening to The Alpha Man Project with your host, Ted Rice. Would you like to be bigger, leaner, and stronger? Do you want to develop the confidence to go after what you want in life? Or how about becoming the man that women want to be with? It doesn't matter if you're a successful CEO or working 9 to 5. We're here once a week to empower you to reach your full potential so you can live life on your own terms. You deserve greatness. Now it's time to make it happen. Don't miss an episode subscribe to the podcast feed follow us on twitter and like us on facebook find it all at alphamanprojects.com now back to the show
1: thanks man no
0: worries we're, like, we're bringing it back yeah
1: i didn't like <laughs> yeah. it at first but maybe yeah. Uh, thanks it's for doing it. I appreciate it <laughs> yeah, yeah well you know it's just a metaphor and maybe i would have changed the name now because or at least not for a while so i'm kind of rolling with it man totally but anyway I think this is a perfect time to segue into talk about sex because there's probably a lot of guys out there who maybe aren't getting sex regularly enough from their partner or they're not doing the types of things sexually that maybe they want to try. Like, what types of issues come up with your clientele with sex and how do we get around them? And we'll go from there.
2: Sure. So again, I think a lot of culture, society, media really makes a lot of things to do with sex very black and white and like, oh men are this way and women are this way, or just because you have a penis, you must have these sexual preferences. And you know, nothing could be further from the truth. Sexuality is extremely not black and white, but all just shades of grey. Like it's just it's all over the place. It's all a sliding scale. So the most common issues that I'd say if I could label those you know like anything that any male would ever deal with I have guys with erectile dysfunction whether that's you know frequent or just every month or two premature ejaculation I have guys that you know don't ejaculate for like hours and it bothers them some guys like wow they can have sex all night and they're like well no like there's chafing and it's painful they don't want to be having (laughs) sex all night they want to come faster so there's always this huge rainbow of different things that can come up but again dealing with the kind of of optimizing guys that I do it's usually more partner focused. These guys that have these kind of, you know, almost 10 out of 10 lives, they want to be the ultimate lover. They want to really sexually provide for their partner. And they recognize, at least in their dynamics, they're like, you know what, getting me off is pretty easily. She can like go down to me and it takes a couple minutes and like, I'm fine, I'm happy. But like, I get a lot of like, emotionally, like I get a lot of pleasure about from like making her have like seven orgasms for moral sex or like making her squirt for the first time or like trying out different fantasies that she's really into. So guys I just want to, like, again, be intentional, really dive into their sex lives.
1: Yeah. And let's talk about that. How do we start to begin that conversation about what they're into sexually, about what we're into sexually? How do you recommend guys start to talk that bridge that gap?
2: Depending on you know your relationship dynamic, what your communication styles are, whether you guys you know how like shy, how comfortable you are with each other, it can just be a straight up like you know in your bedroom, the cell phones off, distractions away, laying on your side, conversation of like you know hey, I've been reading up a lot on this, or I was listening to this Ted Rice guy's podcast recently. Yeah, <laughs> nice endorsement. And I know like they were talking about like all these like different like sexual positions or sexual acts or like kinks or fetishes or whatever. And it just got me thinking, like we never really talked about that and kind of just like being like the conversation starter, being the leader of basically just showing her, even if you like stumble your way through, the fact that you're trying to have that conversation shows her hey, here's a thing that I'm putting on the table and that I'm comfortable talking about. And so just by you being, you know, even three out of 10 comfortable with will make her more comfortable. Oh, he's even trying to broach the subject. That means this is a safe space. This is a safe topic. We can talk about these things.
1: Yeah, that's good advice. And I've kind of done it after sex sometimes. So there's no tension there's no pressure you've already done it so it's not like you're talking about something super kinky that she won't be into and think that you know you got the handcuffs or whip or whatever it is already stashed away ready to whip out as soon as she agrees to it i find that that's a good time as well what do you i mean i think a lot of guys have guilt and issues around sex yeah and how do we overcome our issues talking about this stuff?
2: Totally. So again, coming back to the relationship to self, I think one of the most important exercises that I have most of my clients do is, again, for something that takes up, hopefully, so much of our lives, like our sex lives, it's something we give very little focused thought to. And so I tell guys, like, away from your relationship, just on your own time, bust out pen and paper or your iPhone if you take notes on it, just something to write with and write down what is your absolute ideal sex life look like ah. and again this is a question that people don't slow down and think about and most of my male clients, especially you know guys over thirty, when I ask the question, they just kind of laugh it off and go, "Oh, well, I don't know." It's just like I want lots of it and all the time. Like that's really like their only criteria. And I say, "No, no, but like really sit with this. If you were to think for twenty minutes and be like, you know, like a selfish like Christmas morning brat writing up his like Christmas wish list, like what do you really want? Like would it be like what frequency? What kind of emotional energy are you gonna have with one partner, or multiple partners?" what kinds of acts and like dive deep not just the oh well like I've heard about this in a movie so that might be a fun thing but I think one really good litmus test especially for like the darker stuff that's less socially acceptable or people talk about the least is I ask my clients like what kinds of thoughts do you have in like the 10 to 20 seconds before you ejaculate with or without a partner like the things leading up right before orgasm that's usually like the depths of like your sexual kinks or what really turns you on.
1: Wow, that's powerful stuff. And I love how you're talking about writing it down. Like, get your thoughts out on paper, guys. Serious, if this sounds weird for you, okay, but try it. Because if you're not enjoying the type of sex life that you feel you should have... This is one way to get you a step closer to that, right? Because it's up to you to make it happen, guys, and you can have it, and sex is a good thing, and maybe there's some religious people out there listening to this, and you know what? It could just be with your partner, but if you're a little bit more open-minded, that's okay, too. I'm not a very judgmental person. I think people should, like you were saying, Jordan, I think people really need to do what makes them happy as long as they have integrity. And as long as they're not hurting other people, it's not a problem.
2: Exactly. Um, As long as between two consensual consenting adults, then like everything's on the table.
1: Yeah. and, And guys, for those of you who want a little more kink in your life, for lack of a better term, there are plenty of women who are down with that. It's just a matter of communicating with them in a way that opens them up and makes them feel like you're not going to judge them and makes them feel comfortable with you to do those things and attracted to you. So let's talk about that because I know that's something that you talk about in interviews is opening up a woman sexually. How do we make a woman feel uncomfortable? It's not really hard, guys. Not really hard. I was slipping there. I was slipping a little bit. But how do we open them up sexually so they feel comfortable talking to us about their desires, about what they really want sexually?
2: Totally. So this is something that I feel, again, it's massively important, but barely gets talked about is that just like there's kind of a war on men's emotions and vulnerability from a young age, you know, like we're very raised with like, boys don't cry and all this stuff of like, you know, have a stiff upper lip or like, like, oh, you fell down and broke your ankle? Well, walk it off. Don't be a little bitch. Like for men, weakness shaming is equivalent to women's sex shaming, like from a very young age they, you know, not that again, it's not a competition, but I feel like women, especially in North America are really bombarded with messages of don't be easy, don't be a slut and all this stuff that's just so damaging. And it's so unfair. And so there is a lot of this like shame, resistance and kind of sexual closure that if you're entering into a sexual relationship with a woman over 20, she's already had decades of this stuff thrown at her. Right. So not to make it sound too intimidating, but I think it's, I'm just stressing importance that it's so important yeah we
1: need to respect that we need to understand them understanding women and where they're coming from and just respect it
2: exactly yeah yeah and that awareness is the first step That it's not just like if you meet someone that really you know whether it's because she's done her internal work and has ignored all the like girly magazines for entire life and somehow has like magnificent self-esteem and just doesn't buy into all that the marketing and stuff then amazing like you've found a one in a million girl but I think every woman can be brought back to that place, just like every man can be brought back to a place where they realize that having emotions isn't a sign of weakness. Anyways, I can tangent side rant on that all day. I'm super passionate about this stuff. In terms of action steps, bringing it back to what can we do? I think the most important thing, again, as like an overarching mindset to have, is that you really just need to show the woman that you're with and all women, you know, even just like talking to your close female friends, just being the kind of guy that can handle whatever she tells you about sexuality and her sex life and her sexual preferences and you know not like buying into those like little snide comments of you know say you like you find out that your girlfriend has like slept with 10 guys Ooh, oh, both, no. Both, oh no oh no 10 before you or like one of your female friends tells you that she like hooked up with a guy and like they slept together on the first date you know not buying into that social programming and being like oh like you gave it up that easy like leave that shit completely off the table it's completely useless it serves no one yeah it and, shows
1: it, your insecurity it shows that you're not an adult because you know You watch, I mean, most guys have watched or either still watch porn. You know, we watch all these hot, steamy scenes and I mean, that's a whole nother subject, but we're like, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh man, that really got me going. And some of us want, desire those things, but then when a girl gives it to us, we make them feel bad for it.
2: Yeah, and I just can't stand that. And it's funny because that, like you said, that's our insecurity, that's our shame speaking. Like, we're not mad at them, we're not unhappy that they did it. That's really us projecting our bad shit onto them and going, oh, like I can't believe, like what we're really saying is I can't believe that I like that in some people because I haven't consolidated that part of myself within myself, I have to like project that and judge you for it. it's like, who are you to, you know, throw stones? It's so unnecessary.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of guys are really terrified of women because guys, well, number one, I feel like our worth as men, it's wrapped up in whether women like us or not. And if you're a guy who, you know, the women don't like that much, you're like, oh, but what jordan and i are talking about and what jordan's giving you action steps to take i mean he's telling you how to be that guy but another thing is that you know we're a little bit threatened by a woman's sexuality if we're all adults here we've seen porn we've seen what some of them can do you know they can take so many guys at one time and guys even though a lot of women will stop me right there and say oh well that's porn and they're being paid to do listen guys I've had a pretty wild sex life starting kind of young. And I know women who do and enjoy those types of things and who don't do it on film and they don't do it for money. They do it because they enjoy it. And you know what? That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, good for them. But let's not take our BS out on them and our insecurity. Let's accept them for who they are and participate in it if you want. And if it's really not for you what she's into,
2: then you're with the wrong girl. Wouldn't you say, Jordan? Completely. And, you know, coming back to that gym analogy of like seeing that guy and being like, oh, either like screw him because he's jacked or wow, good for him. This can be the exact same thing. Just because maybe you don't want to be as jacked as that guy or maybe you don't want to be with a woman that, you know, is so open and intersectional that she likes group sacks or being spanked or her hair pulled or choked or whatever the bondage kink is. But if she's not your thing, that doesn't mean like she's done anything wrong. You just can go, oh, cool, I applaud that. That's really cool that you can own that and know that about yourself. Not for me, I'm gonna opt out, but like, you know, keep on with your bad self. It doesn't mean that she has to shift anything.
1: Oh man, you know, I just want to tell a brief story. Jordan, I went out on a date just for drinks, this girl who had an S&M website. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm an experimental guy. I like to push the limits. But I found out where my limits were. And she was like, I was with her and we were having drinks, and I was like, so happy. I was like, yeah, we're going to, you know, she has this SM website. There's going to be some kinky fun, some great sex going on tonight. So I started asking her, what are you into? What do you like? And she started to tell me about guys who put hat pins, which are like, big needles like hat pins through her nipples and also put like a gas mask on her and choked her i was turned off man i was like you know what that's cool that you're into that but i'm not punching you oh yeah she talked about i asked her i was like well you like being hit or something she's like well Any guy can just smack you. It it takes a certain type of man to really get inside your mind when he does it. I was like, man, I'm not beating any woman with a cane. I'm not sticking needles through their nipples. I mean, for me, that was really (laughs) past the line. But that's okay. You know, yeah, past my line. It was, but that's okay. She just needs some other guy who's into that.
2: Exactly. You know? Someone is always gonna be buying what you're selling. Yeah. like, I just, okay, you just, it's like you stumbled across a website and you're just like, okay, like, I'm not your demographic, I'm not your market, and that's fine. That doesn't mean that other people can't be your market, but I'm not, I'm gonna keep going. Good luck finding your people.
1: Yeah, and you know what else came up for me while we were talking about this is that there are gonna be women who are into what you're into sexually. There are gonna be women who are maybe above, like, too kinky. Uh, for you and then there are going to be women who are not going to be sexually exciting enough for you and that's all okay jordan how do you coach men on like finding that right
2: woman for their sexual preferences yeah exactly I think again, coming back to like living what your ideal life is. Like if you're like a very vanilla person, you know, quote unquote vanilla and like, you know, super unkinky and not looking for that and want a very traditional person, you're probably gonna be spending your time in places that you're happier. That might be like you're gonna be in the library and cooking classes and yoga more often. You know, this is totally just like sure. stereotyping okay. right now. But on the other side of the spectrum, if you know that you're someone that's like Heavily into like Bond Justin M. Kink, Fetishwear, then, you know, maybe you live in San Francisco, maybe you live in Vancouver, Canada, which is like another kind of kink haven. And if you're going to these kinds of events, whether, you know, play parties or kink style events or themed club nights, like you're going to find your people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it comes back to knowing what you want, right? And yeah. being willing to go after it and not cast judgments. And that's cool. So
2: one more point yeah, that is also is that I think online has, you know, the internet in general since 93 is really like where it's had the biggest effect in like revolutionizing the just North American culture in general is dating and sexuality. And like given this window into people's bedrooms or minds and everyone's kind of realizing like, Oh, I thought I was the only one with this like really yep. niche tank, but I can look it up and there's hundreds of websites for this. There's like, there's local meetup groups that I can attend that have these people. And so 60 years ago when there was water cooler conversation and everyone that, you know, when there's no internet, they just had TVs, like it was kind of socially culturally expected that everyone would watch like the show that you would all then talk about the next day and people, you know, wanted to keep up with the Joneses they wanted to be as similar to other people as possible in their peer group, whereas now with this kind of like long tail lifestyle where there's drilled down niches for absolutely everything, like if you want a book if you want a product, if you want a, you know, an e-course course, you can find it because the barrier to entry has gotten lower and blah, blah, a bunch of stuff. But now it's almost like the more niche you are, the more celebrated that is. So it's like, you can always find your people. You can go on like kink specific dating websites that are just for people with your specific thing.
1: Yeah, no, that's (laughs) awesome. So guys, start figuring out what you want and start going after it. And don't let anybody tell you what you're doing is bad or wrong or whatever, as long as you, what you said, Jordan, what I concur with, obviously is that it's between consenting adults and that's fine. It's yeah. not a big deal and it's nothing to be ashamed on and you can start living a type of lifestyle that you really really enjoy. You can start having a sex life that you really really enjoy instead of feeling like you have to be really vanilla.
2: I think it's just as important as you know partner finding or choosing your career. I think so many guys especially in their sex lives you know they just like they settle with whatever falls into their lab because they're like oh I'll just I'll take what I can get. Like I don't really have standard Here, as long as penetrating something, then hey, great. (laughs) (laughs) And it's really so like it's sad. I think that it's something again that similar to relationship quality that should be taught earlier on in life. I think like we're never really taught. So like we're taught like consent to a certain extent, and like oh, like here's what a period is, and women get these, and like you know even then we understand like one percent of that, but it's never communicated to us like you are fully within your right to like seek out your ideal sex life and. be like passionately happy and feel completely fulfilled with a partner who equally wants the exact same acts that you do. And again, like that sexual spectrum is just so massive. I've had partners that were like extremely into being submissive, but didn't like pain at all. Whereas I had other girlfriends that you know, didn't like being submissive in the slightest, but they could have an orgasm just from me biting their neck alone. Like there's a huge spectrum that you don't know until you're actually out there and going, okay, what do I actually want? What am I looking to attract? And how do we make that happen? Where both of us are really happy to be here.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And I hope that's inspiring and gives you guys listening like, You can do this. You can make this happen for yourself. You can go after what you want. You can try things out. And if you don't like it, you've just learned something about yourself and you can just continue the journey to figure out what you do like. Awesome, Jordan. So let's get into the alpha round. Are you ready? What's the alpha round? I guess you're going to find out, right? (laughs) Let's do it. All right. So what does it mean to be a man for you? Oof.
2: To be a man is to be responsible and be intentional in your entire life.
1: Awesome. And what's one thing a guy can do to start being that ultimate man in his relationship right now?
2: One thing would be to bust out the calendar, set a date, a non-negotiable date within the next two weeks, whether you tell your partner or not about it, doesn't matter, and setting a date and saying, I'm going to set a badass three to six hour date, whether that just means like a dedicated sex date or going out and doing some of her favorite things, bust out the calendar, make a date happen, no matter how long it's been since the last one.
1: Awesome. And what's the best advice you've ever received from a mentor about having a kick-ass relationship?
2: Hands down, the quote was, don't be afraid to be the partner that loves more.
1: Wow, like it. Taking the lead and being vulnerable and going there and being cool with whatever happens. Exactly. Nice. And Jordan, what are two books other than yours that you feel men need
2: to read? I'm totally glad you asked because this is really relevant to the stuff that we ended up talking about. But coming back to sexuality and sexual preferences, one book is called A Billion Wicked Thoughts, which is just the most insane book. You know, look it up on Amazon, read the synopsis. If it appeals to you, check it out. It talks about like basically the data of all of human sexuality that's been taken from the Internet and what people are actually into behind closed doors. And another one. I just wrote that down, by the way. Oh, it's so good, A Billion Wicked Thoughts. Can't remember the author's name, but it's stellar stuff. And another one I think is really important, less because of how well it's written, because it's not that great, but just in terms of its popularity. I think that a lot of men would really benefit from reading Fifty Shades of Grey. You've probably heard of it by now. It did insanely well. Is that
1: because your last name is Grey too?
2: Yes, that's the main reason, is that my name will stay front of mind, although the spelling's different, A-Y versus E-Y. But yeah, I think, you know, just like the massive success of this trilogy of books, you don't have to read all three, just read the first one and, you know, see how you like it. The massive success of these books really speaks to this kind of like underfucked culture of women that these books sold more than Harry Potter in the UK. Like they did really, really well. And yeah, it dabbles in like BDSM, kink, dominant, submissive relationship styles. And just reading it and going, wow, like, first of all, the book's written from a female perspective, so you get to hear her process through the entire book, but also just like the depth of sexual desire that women have that's completely ignored in North America, I think is fairly well highlighted in some of the scenes in the book. So definitely check it out if you're too lazy to check it out, the movie's coming out next year. I feel like I'm endorsing it. Like I worked on it, but I'm uh, not
1: a problem. Yeah. yeah, You know, guys, yeah, we need to be aware of these things. If you want your relationship to be great, we didn't talk about this, but it will take work. Relationships take work. And I think there is a kind of like, oh, well, just find the right person, my one soulmate, and then everything will be happily ever after. And it's, the furthest thing from the truth so jordan those were two awesome recommendations there and i remember when 50 shades of gray came out all the women were talking about it and they're trying to send a message to us don't you agree jordan they're like listen we want to do this stuff we just want it a certain way right we want to have a relationship women are into relationships whether that's a swinging relationship or a regular relationship or whatever but Women don't want to just have sex with strangers. They want to have these relationships. Well, I guess some women that want to have sex with strangers, but you like know, we people. need to start paying attention to what they're saying, what they're telling us. Because like you said, Jordan, it sold more than Harry Potter, which, you know, is sold pretty well. So that's saying something. And there's this huge, I guess we're not really addressing what's going on there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it could better both of our sex lives, the sex lives of men and women. So very cool. Awesome. And one last question, Jordan. If you were back at the beginning of your journey into manhood, but you knew everything that you knew that you currently know now, what would you have done differently?
2: So like rewinding to what age? Like before becoming a relationship coach? Like a, No,
1: before like hitting that point where you really start to feel like a man, like before you got into let's say the relationships where you were sexually active in.
2: Gotcha. Oh man. What would I have changed i'd probably say the first thing that comes to mind and probably the biggest is especially through my teenage years there are probably a small handful of relationships that if i was being more in integrity with myself i would have ended sooner like things that i knew were not aligned with me and my values girls that i might have dated for a full year when i knew at the six or seven month mark i'm not emotionally invested in this and i should cut ties sooner that'd be the only thing that i would do is cut ties quicker with things that weren't serving me.
1: I love that. So the things that weren't serving you in your life, you would have ended them quicker and moved on and found out what you really wanted. Awesome stuff. And the last thing is, Jordan, where can guys find out more about your books, about your coaching and about you as a person? Where do you want them to connect with you?
2: So the main hub is jordangrayconsulting.com. Jordan Gray, Gray's G-R-A-Y, consulting.com. That's the main hub with everything. There's, you know, books. We've got video courses. I have one-on-one coaching from my higher-end clients. I've got over, like, 120 blog posts now. I write there every week. And you can look me up on Amazon. Like I said, I've got four books up on there, two of my bestsellers. One's called 50 Powerful Date Ideas, which basically just automates, you know, guys are like, okay, yeah, sure, I can take it on a date, but what should I do? 50 powerful, high leverage dates that you can just go look at this reference guide and it's pretty awesome. And then yeah, Keeper Captuated, the relationship management book has also been doing pretty well and has been getting guys some really good results. So those two, I'd highly recommend.
1: Awesome. And guys, if you liked what you heard, definitely go to his website, sign up for his newsletter, find out more about how you can be that guy in a relationship, how you can Be more sexually open. And Jordan, if they made it to the end of this interview, you know, I take it those are the types of guys who would. And if you're not, you know, maybe start to evaluate if you have issues with anything that we talked about. Because Jordan, I'll be honest, this is probably a little more, although this is not an out there conversation for me at all. It may be, it's a little bit different than anything that I've done so far is with the interviews. So yeah, start being a little more open-minded and cool and accepting where people are. So. Any last words?
2: I'm all good. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed this interview.
1: Awesome. Me too, Jordan.
0: You've reached the end of another episode of the Alpha Man Project. Connect with us at alphamanproject.com. Your feedback is really important to us. It helps us learn, develop, and most importantly, improve our podcast for you. Give us a review on iTunes and receive a free grocery shopping list and four-week muscle building workout. See you next episode.